Hello and welcome to the Keeping the Peace podcast. I'm Alexis Powell-Howard and today I'm joined by Sergeant Pete Musgrave from Humberside Police. Pete and I have done quite a lot of uh, different pieces of work together over the last few years and um, part of that's been in his role within the Police Federation as well. So really looking forward to speaking to Pete today. Hi Pete. Afternoon Alexis, you alright? I'm alright, thank you. Thanks for coming to Good join day. me. No problem at all. So this episode um, is about, really about response policing and, you know, Mm. all the trials and tribulations and wonderful stuff that goes with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can see these raised eyebrows on a podcast. Mm. Um, Mm. Just wondered, firstly, if you can give us a bit of an insight as to what we mean by response policing, just for those people who maybe don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose it's the the cornerstone, the bedrock of of police work really it's when you (laughs) You know know, no banter about that from anyone at all no no not at all um it's when you know you are you know you you pick up the phone you dial 999 um because there's a problem and and an emergency we are the uh the front line of it we are the ones that will respond to that emergency and come and try and sort it out to the best best of our ability um Mm You know, and so, and it's twenty four seven. It's three six five. It's full on, um, and it's 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 hard work, but rewarding work. Mm. And how? So, have you always done response policing? Have you had other roles in policing? Not, you, how long have you, yeah. have you been in policing for? So, um, nineteen years um, this year, um, and it's a relatively new thing for me, really, response policing. So, i I started. Uh, I started life in Grimsby uh, when I was initially posted there uh, as a a probationer, as they were then. Um, And we were on um, small local policing teams. So we did a bit of response. We did a bit of neighbourhood. We did a bit of everything, really, in a a close team working on a a specific area of Grimsby. Um, And from then on, I moved into into more community policing um, rather than the response work. Um, And then I went into sort of a multi-agency role after that, uh, working with offenders uh, and did a bit of federation work as well as you, as you already alluded to, um, and then uh, was fortunate enough to get promoted, and I've 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 come back to 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 twenty four seven policing again, which has been a real eye opener for me. Yeah, mm. doing nights so, again. I was going to say, is it the shift work that's the eye opener? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a killer, especially at my age. <laughs> Tiredness. Yeah, it is absolutely. So, when you went into policing nineteen years ago, what yeah. led you into that path? What, what, why did you choose policing? Good question. I think it, it it probably stems back from as early as 1984. Now, you and I will both probably remember sort of 84. Mm. You more than me because you're older than me. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and it was during the miners' strike. Now we lived in a little village um, called Belton on the Isle of Axe home, um, uh, with my with my parents and my sister and. Um, we uh, we had a miner across the road who was actually breaking the picket line. So we, for about, and I don't know how long it was for, but it seemed like an age. We had a police van parked outside our, uh, in our, outside our lane, outside our house. For, I don't know how long it was. It seemed like a long time. And me and my sister used to, we used to go and bother them probably, actually, as a, as a four-year-old at the time, three or four-year-old. I used to go and bother them and we used to talk to them. They were, they were, you know, and they were. They seemed all right, you know. They, you know, I got talking to a few of them as you do as a four-year-old, and uh, th- I had a picture taken with a hat and a riot shield and stuff like that. And that's probably that's my first earliest memory, I guess, of of, of policing. Um, and yeah, just from there, I always wanted to do it. Really, you know, I suppose mm. 
as I've got a bit older and a bit more mature, allegedly, um, yeah. I've, um, you know, it's about that, that, that public service, I guess, that has always uh, interested me um, and something I wanted to do. So it's evolved, you know, but that's probably where it all, all started from many, many years ago. Yeah, from a really young age, actually. Maybe yeah. four years old is, you know, tiny, really. So if yeah, been that um, curious I'm, about what's going it. on. That's it. And if you speak to my my mother, I'm sure she's got a photo or two of me um, with with said police officers um, from that time. And you know, she was always ferrying them cups of tea and biscuits and whatnot. And yeah, it was. Uh, I remember it quite vividly, actually, for a four year old. Mm-hmm. So, how old were you when when you went into the police force then? So I was. That's a good question. How old was I? Twenty twenty one, just turning twenty two. Twenty one, twenty two. So okay. fresh out of university. Um, and then straight into it. Um, like I said, yeah, posted to Grimsby. We got went through the process, and yeah, landed there, and um, you know, and, and and that was it. Nineteen, twenty years ago. Um, never look back. I don't think. <laughs> Although sometimes I do wish. You think, what if I'd taken road at, uh, the left road rather than the right road? We might, yeah, you know, it's gone somewhere different. We never know. But yeah. Okay, so when you. Um... Because I know we've obviously knew each other from originally from the, mm. the police fed, wasn't it? And yeah, doing, it was therapeutic. We were doing therapeutic yeah. work for you, and yeah. Um, so again, just give it a bit of an explanation about what the police federation is for those people who maybe aren't aware or don't know everything. That yeah. So I suppose in layman terms, the police federation is the police union, although we can't call it a union because we're not allowed to join a union mm. because unions have. If you're a member of a union, you've got certain industrial rights that accompany that. And clearly, I suppose the main one we all talk about is the right to strike. Um, mm. Well, clearly that would be problematical if police officers could do that um, for the for the for the good of the nation. So we don't actually um, we don't actually have a union, but this the federation is a staff association and looks after all our rights under police regulations. Uh, it uh, supports officers in uh, welfare matters, equality matters, misconduct. Uh, criminal stuff you know a whole range and raft of things that we look to support officers with that's what we do so I suppose it's what a union would do but we're not allowed to be a union so we're a staff association Mm. and members yeah uh, we pay pay into that like any like you would in anything um, and those subs are used then to fund our the, the interventions and the services that we provide and so people who are people who are uh, a a rep for the police fed if you like that is that like a voluntary aspect of the job or is is that so you feel that in a round the day job you do yeah so if you're a workplace rep and they're they're based across the force both north bank and south bank um you know you um uh, you think yeah that's that's something i want to do uh assist police officers so you you get elected into that role um and then you um you support officers um in, in whatever trials and tribulations come along for them and you know that that's that's in essence what workplace repping is what do you because I think being a, a rep is quite a challenging role really because you, you there's quite a lot of different hats you wear within that role isn't it there is um you know and, and, and you never know what you're going to get um mm. you know even within a niche so if someone comes to you with a misconduct matter until you really get into the weeds of it and understand it they're all different. There's there's all sorts of nuances and and and, and things like that. So it, it is varied. It's, again, in the equality world, same again with with things like that. It's such a wide uh, equality covers a massive umbrella um, of, of of issues. 
so it, it's wide and varied the training is really good um you know and if if people get on board with it and reps you know get stuck into it it, it becomes really fulfilling and rewarding i think yeah and, and i suppose that having worked with some of the people that that you might be repping yes it's an important role for, for, for those police officers, isn't it? That might be under investigation or whatever. It is because, on. yeah, because you wouldn't get that intervention without our intervention first. So we need mm-hmm. to be able to sign, you know, highlight, you know, take somebody with their issues and know where to signpost them to, or get that intervention and that help. So it's really, it's really key really in getting them the help that they need, particularly if they've got some real complex uh, issues I know uh, we've talked about many times we've referred lots of people to you we've got some quite complex needs because at the end of the day yes we're police officers but we are human beings and we deal mm-hmm. some with, with some pretty nasty stuff um, and, and it can affect people in different ways mm-hmm. so you know we, we are that first first port of call if you like before we can refer them on to to the subject matter experts like yourselves really. Mm. And I was just thinking that part, I mean, part of your role in response policing and also the, the um, bed rep role as well, both of those, I think, you, you know, you're walking into situations you don't and you don't know what you're walking into. So, yeah, in different ways, but very similar in terms of a theme across both of those areas. How do you manage that? Because obviously, like you said, you know, police officers are human and I think that's often forgotten when you look in the press, you know, it's not, that's not really thought about, mm. but how do you manage that personally? How do you kind of manage whatever the, your, you know, you might react to something or you might feel triggered yeah. by something or whatever. How do you manage that? Um, well, I mean, my, my day job involves predominantly staff welfare anyway. Yes. Mm. I do uh, look after a team and we do, we, we uh, you know, I, I ensure we get to jobs and timeliness and, and all that sort of thing. But actually the vast majority of it is looking after the staff welfare um, and, and making sure that the, because of the nature of the job they're doing is is, is is looking after them. I suppose you're going to say, well, who looks after you then in terms of what? It's like, what it's like we've had these conversations before, really, Pete. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like six, <laughs> six cents. I don't even need to be on. here. No, you don't. I could reel it off. Um, <laughs> and, it's, and it is about having your own, having your own support network um, uh, either outside of, 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 of the job. So if you come home to family and friends mm. or internally, if if you if you know where to go and I know where to go mm. internally certainly where when I need we need a NASA with somebody mm. who's who 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 knows how I tick and operate and I can I can I can I, I can go and do that. Mm. Yeah, it's. Mm. I was just thinking it's almost like having that that the tools in the toolkit, isn't it? That you might yeah. not need some of that some some of the time, but there's a times when you do know, and I think it's knowing yourself yeah. well enough to know when you need mm. to step into certain bits of support or friendship yeah. conversations or whatever it might be yeah that that's pretty much it um you know you, you do need to um know when because this is it doesn't this isn't all the time this is a minority of the time but you do need to be aware of when it is becoming an issue and know how to how to signpost yourself if you like or mm. know where to find that that additional help because it is hard work and it's the demand uh is now picking up uh, you know with with covid uh, regulation sort of subsiding a little bit um you know our, our demands going up so um and people and officers haven't had that for 18 months or so yeah. two years so they're in a a, a mindset of, of less demand um and that will now start to ramp up and pick up um so i think i can i can see uh, more issues on the horizon i guess as, mm-hmm. as we move into um on, on unlocking so to speak 
You're listening to the Keeping the Peace podcast, produced in collaboration between Oscar Kilo, the National Police Wellbeing Service, and Fortis Therapy and Training. Mm. Yeah, and I guess as well, any um, new recruits that have come on board in the past, yeah. what, couple of years, really? That yeah, pretty much. Won't really have had that experience of it being full on. No, and they won't. And it, it could be a bit of a, a shock to, to some of them. I'm not saying all of them, because, you know, I, I would imagine them coming into the policing knowing what it's about 24-7, you know, and all that. Um, but still, to to be on the back of a relentless shift and demands going, you know, job to job to job. Um, you know, I can imagine that being a real eye opener for some of them. That's where we need probably need to keep an eye on 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 on, on them and, and how they're doing. Do you think that the um that the, the police force are, are kind of more open to that now? Because I know just in the years I've been involved, I've seen a shift in being more more aware of some of those signs that might be happening for somebody who might be struggling. Certainly in our force, yeah. I mean if you talk to me five six years ago i'd have laughed at you and said you know it's um it's pretty rubbish really um but i think certainly with the with with new leadership and a new uh, ethos around well-being i think um we are improved and have improved massively yeah still work to be done um you know no two ways about it but um actually uh it is a priority for the force officer well-being so mm. everything from from their own personal um, issues that they're having through to assaults on duty. And, 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 and there's a whole raft of interventions now that, that, that weren't available four or five years ago. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of more, it's more readily spoken about, I suppose, but also there are some more support me- mechanisms in place for people as well. There's more service options, isn't there? Oh, t- totally. You know, we, you know, uh, counseling, you know, five years ago, no one ever heard of it in terms of in, in, in the force or, you know, certain interventions around senior officers, even just ring, making a phone call to you to say, are you all right? Because I heard that, mm. that was a nasty job the other day. And 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 that can be the chief ringing you to do that, you know. Mm. So um, that 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 would have been unheard of, you know. So so we are making great strides into looking after staff. Um, but like I said, still more to be done with it. But, you know, it's, it's, it is at the forefront of the force's mind. I'm not saying that's mm. nationwide, but certainly in our forces. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, last week, I think, Humberside won the um, Mental Health Award from Oscar Kilo for all the different yes. schemes and, and yeah. you know, things Second that are Second year there. in a row, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. From what I can gather. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, which is a real good, real achievement and, and testament to, you know, how, how we've all come together and, and tried to provide that holistic response to the problem which is a problem mm. not just underside nationally is a problem um so that is that is recognition in, indeed i really feel mm. the good work that's gone on especially with the year that, yeah especially with the year yeah. it's been as well trying to keep oh. those services going and not the oh, options open. exactly and i, I you know with, with covid and and yeah we didn't have i'm not saying we had massive absence but we had challenging absence you know around self-isolation and um and, and people testing positive and you know trying to make workplaces as covid friendly as possible um you know real big challenge and people working from home and that creates itself its own problem if you're always if you're not used to working from home and you're having to work from home and you don't have that support network or whatever then that presents its own mental health challenges there so mm. yeah it's, it's it's testament to that really mm. Mm. one of the things you said earlier was about that public service and mm. that being something that you wanted to be involved in and i think 
most police officers that I speak to, that's something that really drives them, that kind of idea about public service. But mm. but people who aren't in the police force don't really understand what that means or what that's about or why it mm. might motivate people. Do you yeah. know why or why does that kind of something that's so important? I don't know. I, I guess it's it's in any public sector organisation, it's why do nurses want to nurse? Why mm. do teachers want to teach? Mm. You know, what what is it? What why do we want to police? Um I think we're just trying to make society that little bit um better for everyone, you know, by by dealing with dealing with um people that 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 are offending. As teachers are trying to educate kids and students and, and, and older kids into 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 education and it's trying to make it society better a better place. And that's like really cliche, doesn't it? But um the there is something about that, trying to trying to make make things better, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and as a, as a whole as well, it's not just kind of in particular areas, is it? It's for community, right yeah, across the it, board. Yeah, and and it, and it, you can narrow it down to the area you work. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is trying to make Humberside, in inverted commas, because well, certain, but the form, the, the wards, of, uh, the the authority, the unitary authorities of of, of Humber, that make up Humberside, better places for everyone to live in, um, mm. and that's the aim. As do all other all the other public sector organisations. They're all trying to, whatever niche they're in, trying to do that. Mm. So I think it's 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 quite a woolly answer, isn't it? Really, but that is the essence of what we're trying to do. Mm. And I think that's something that drives a lot of people in 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 the police force. And I think that it isn't necessarily something like I say that people, if you're a layman, may understand or may kind of really appreciate I was thinking about I mean obviously um, a certain football match happened yesterday I don't know when this will mm. go out but a certain football match happened yesterday yeah. which I won't, won't, won't dwell on but no um I subsequently seen you know some of the the police officers have been injured and you know all the stuff that's kind of come off the back of that mm. and and it's that bit that there's also that bit isn't there? the risk of what you're walking into the risk of um how people might react to you what you know what's the offense in the first place all of that stuff it's mm. calculating those risks all the time isn't it depending on what's going on it is and it and it's either you know and a lot of the time it's dynamic so you're having to you're having to do it on the hoof I mean yesterday it, you know you've got a little bit more time to prepare but you can never mitigate all the risk because you just can't it's not mm. the nature of how it how it pans out so you can have staff and resource and the right resource available but actually, um, until it's happening in front of you and, and it's going live, and 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 and, and you, you know you have to be fluid and, and, and react accordingly, you, you just can't you can't do it all the time. You know the, mm. the, the risk the risk is always can be can be quite high. Mm. But it can be quite quite low, and then escalates oh, quite absolutely. high very quickly. Correct. You know, and so you know, and like I said, with the dynamics, you could be in a situation that's nothing, and it could turn into the into something quite horrendous you know mm. just a, 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 in, in a matter of moments um so yeah we're always having to we're always having to do that you know that 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 that, that dynamic risk assessment i guess um you know which which is a challenge mm. which is a challenge but. so what what do you obviously you've been a you've been promoted quite quite recent wasn't it really? yeah yeah january january yeah. time yeah and gone into response policing what yeah what is it you love about it um well it is different i mean every job is different um you know so we are um we are attending incidents like i say 24 7 they are it's the 
it's, it's the variance of what what we're dealing with, I guess. I mean, some jobs are very, you know, we, you know, we do a lot of domestic abuse and, and and things like that, which isn't the same, but you know, we, we deal with it, very, you know, in 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 a, in a very positive way. And mm. um, but then there are other jobs that come along that 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 take you back and you have to really um, get involved with them and, and and they're far from mundane and they're when I say exciting I, I don't mean that in um you know it, it, that it's fun to be there but it's actually gets you you know it gets you into the moment and trying to mm. deal with it and and use your own adrenaline as well, isn't well it? yeah exactly yeah exactly right um and it and it and it and you think yeah that's why I went that's why I joined that's what that's what I'm here for sort mm. of thing you know and some, and rather than some of the run the mill stuff that we deal with daily, um, mm. that, that that's the churn, if you like, the churn of response policing. Um, you do you do get those jobs that do that do give you that buzz, that sense of excitement, and and to get a conclusion from that. That's um, what I was going to ask you. Actually, yeah. Just, is there a, is a kind of the conclusion is almost like the achievement of the job. Do you know what I mean? Like you've seen yeah. it through to the end. Because some of that stuff you'll you'll never know necessarily what the outcome. Yeah, are. I mean, exactly right. I mean, we don't get to deal with. A lot of things to conclusion, but actually um, knowing that we've done our little bit in that cog mm. to, to make that person's life better or whatever we've done to, you know, to, to help, um, there's a there's a there's a massive sense sense of satisfaction for me. Um, and if it's an officer I supervise, I still get that same sense mm. of satisfaction mm. that they're doing a good job, and I tell them that I would I would say you know that's a good job, you know that that you know that they've made a difference there and then that's repeating across wherever you work you know that, that's going on daily you just don't hear about you just don't hear about it no. it's happening all the time yeah and it's good it, I mean like you say when you're managing a team of people it's great to be yeah. able to kind of have that I was just thinking I was thinking about the difference between vicarious trauma and, and kind of almost mm. vicarious pride like you take that mm. pride on the fact that they've, oh, massively. they've done a good job and they've made a, they've yeah. had a good result yeah and it, it, but it's important you tell them as well because mm. they it, they think it's just path of the course and some a lot of the work is path of the course and, and you just get on with it and do it but actually several several times a day they're probably going over and ab- over and above what mm. what they should be doing you know yeah. which is testament to them i guess yeah absolutely so what is you what is it you find most challenging about this this particular role and then i guess the other question is around the, the fed rep role what's what's most challenging about that um i guess with response policing is that um, well, at the minute for me is fear of failure because I'm relatively I'm, I'm not new, <laughs> not new to the organisation, but I'm actually new to the supervisory role, if you like. Yeah. So I'm trying not to mess up anything that I do. Working really hard every <laughs> working, Yeah, trying to you know trying trying to learn and 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 get through it um, and and become more experienced and and, and whatever. But there is there is there is I mean staff welfare, like I told you, there's there's big challenge. People have got have got you know issues both in and out of work and there's things going on in their lives and it's it's really difficult to to um to address some of that um you know more so sometimes than the jobs we go to i guess it's it's, it's quite a tricky tricky thing to navigate um so so that that is that that is but it you know it is rewarding you know don't get me wrong some the, the, the stuff we're doing is 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 good stuff and it, and you know they are doing a good job um mm. daily yeah and and it, you're right it is a challenging job isn't it and when yeah. but it's also those like you say the hats between what's happening at 
home or private life and what's happening professionally mm. as well and mm. and how because mm. I was just thinking that we work in lots of different sectors at Fortis and so mm. but so some of the patterns that we see I don't know say in the chemical plants or the construction industry and that kind of thing it's quite similar in that, that, that they're having to kind of switch off one thing in order to focus on the other so usually that's private life or what might be going on or worries about somebody or something or whatever mm. and trying to focus mm. on the on the job in hand if you like but yeah it's I think with policing it that you can do that for a certain amount of time but it's just it's how that kind of starts to seep through in some ways yeah and it and, it, and you you can see the impact it has on their day job if you like mm. because of the importance of their day job so if they start making errors or um you know performance l- lapses or they're coming to work late or there's something going on then you can you, it stands out a mile because mm. of the nature of the job we do you know it we have to get it right you know and and, and when we don't you, you you know the accountability and the transparency of, of, the, of the processes we've got they they highlight that um more so in other industries maybe um, yeah for sure you know, i agree with that um because it's people on the other end of it, you know, the, the, the community, um, you know, somebody's vic- a victim or whatever. So we have to, we have to be, this is why I think it's been really important, the journey over the last five years to try and make it better for people to work, to work in the organization. Um, because we can highlight these, these, um, these issues sooner and have better signposting to where they, where they need to be, whatever, whatever that looks like for yeah. them, you know, so yeah, it's um, it's a tricky one. Mm. Yeah, it's it's the it's the juggling act between the yeah. the job, isn't it? And like you say, yeah. if you can see from you start to see somebody struggling just by the quality of the work they're doing, it's then um, how you pick that up and how you pick that person up and figure yeah. out what's going on before something happens further down the line that then yeah. the police said get involved. Ex- in. Exactly, <laughs> and particularly if they're a, they're a really good performer, you know, mm. and then they they excel at things and they're really good with us, you know, or whatever that, you know, area of business they're in. It, it really shows and you can really, it really, and you're like, what's going on? You know, what, what, what's, what's, what, why the change? And then it could be a, all this outpouring of, of what's going on and, and issues. And then that's where, you know, we have to kick in and, um, and help them get through that as best we can. But that's very dependent on supervision, isn't it? Cause you might have a supervisor yeah. who doesn't ask that question or, you know, doesn't recognize those signs or. That yeah. And then would. The, it, it does. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and, you, and sometimes you do, you rely on other people to tell you because they're, they're so good at hiding whatever the problem is um, or don't want to tell you about it or for, what, for whatever reason. But yeah, you, you have to try and tune into to your staff, know your staff, and then be able to respond when there is an issue um, uh, in a timely fashion, I think, because the longer you leave it, the festering, and if it's not resolved, it, it becomes chronic almost i guess um, and then you've got a real problem and you you find it harder to claw back that what, what you've lost i guess mm. yeah and do you think that like you said there you know in your new role relatively speaking that you're like trying to learn as much as you can and get that experience so that you've you only, that only comes with a bit of time doesn't it actually getting yeah, that experience under your belt absolutely so time's key i mean i guess i've, I've got a little bit of advantage because i know how the signpost you know where to put people um and you know through, through the fed work really in terms of where that welfare support lies and where to pitch it and, and and what level to go in at and 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 show that bit of empathy that, that i have done for 
however many years doing the Fed work, um, that, that, I, that I've seen that, that the whole range of experience, officer experiences. Um, I think that stood me in good stead, stead for it, really. Um, mm. But as with anything, we're always on a learning journey, aren't we? You know, mm. yeah, I don't know everything by any stretch. So, you know, it's where, you know, your other, your other supervisors and, and, and the boss and whatever are useful to bounce off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's knowing when to ask for that support yourself as well, isn't it? To yeah. direct you in it or just kind of put heads together to figure out a way That's forward it. for somebody. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. So when it comes to self-care, which mm. is something that I bang on about all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not in a boring way at all. No. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, 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 are your, what are the things that you do? What do how do you look after yourself? Because obviously you're um, doing shift work, you're doing a job, yes. but you never quite know what you're responding to. You're managing yeah. people, family life, all that stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, as, as, there should, a, should be answers to this yeah no. as, 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 a, as a colleague uh who shall remain nameless i, li- I like to pond swim uh, as he calls it <laughs> <laughs> and I, I find that's the best therapy really um or or, or getting a pool which i've not been able to do for for a long time albeit mm-hmm. recently we've been back in so i guess it's things it's, it's being able to um uh, to escape from uh, from the and separate the work side from um from uh, you know the 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 welfare side if you like and 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 what works for you and, and that's what works for me mm. um so that's have, you, what I do. have you always used swimming have you is because yeah. pond swimming i mean that's actually but you know what i've noticed over the past few months is it's it's massively become really popular hasn't it there's yeah. loads of people doing it yeah yeah I mean, um, I should I should refer it to as open water swimming because yes. that's what it is. But um, I know who calls it pond swimming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, it, uh, yeah, from from a very early age, yeah, or, uh, and probably as you don't as a kid think of it as a therapy. Um, no, but it is. Just, yeah, I, it will be. Yeah, absolutely. But you never see it like that. You just see it as I'm going to go swimming. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, you, you're right. You, you, it is absolutely therapy. Uh, mm-hmm. And now it is definitely therapy. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I do um, predominantly. And then I've got wife and kids and all that shebang. Um, you know, <laughs> all that, that malarkey. <laughs> all that malarkey. Um, the, the, uh, and a dog. Um, so it's, it's, you know, that's, 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 what, that's what I do. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. could relate to the swimming because I, something I've always done is just go mm. and, it, and I think part of it for me has always been I don't know there's something about getting your breathing right getting your your thoughts working them through just being able to keep going until you've kind of got to I've got to that point where I think right yes. fathom that out but also no one can talk to me no one else can be involved in that it's quite no. it's an, you know um it's absolute headspace really in some ways uh yeah and and um and it, and it for both open water and pool um certainly open water depends on where you are but you are you shouldn't be alone because it's not good to swim around in open water but you 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 can take your head off in a in a natural environment um and you know i've I've swam in various beautiful lakes you know Loch Lomond uh, you know all that sort of thing so you you're in this amazing um area you know and 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 it, it makes you feel so much better and the water's cold and you can you can just take take your head off in inverted commas um, mm. and same in the pool because you just it's not as good but the monotony actually um i quite like the monotony of that mm. sometimes up and down up and down up and down up and down and that's what you're doing um 
and you're not doing you're not thinking about other things so um i fully re- recommend it to anybody who wants mm-hmm. to give it a whirl and i'm more than happy to take anybody out in a pond it's yeah well, really it's interesting because <laughs> i was just thinking actually of all the people i've spoken to in this in the first series and this series um no one's mentioned that there's something that they use but it's um no. it's definitely something that i think is becoming i don't know Ooh. i think it's that bit about kind of being back into kind of nature and what's going yeah. on around you season changes you know all of that stuff it's exactly. very grounding isn't it and exactly and 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 you know you've got an ambassador in the westerly club that does that anyway yeah, yeah, um, vince, and yeah vince yeah who does sort of the paddleboarding stuff and and you know i've seen you know on nights we often go down at sort of four in the morning when the sun's coming up and there's paddleboarders out um on 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 the humber and, and mm. already and and i get it because the sun's coming up it's a bit you know crisp morning and they're out you know and they're just they're paddling along um peaceful. peaceful um a bit soft not actually getting in the water but you know <laughs> can't have everything can you well you know <laughs> thinking about it they're thinking about it <laughs> yeah yeah get yourself in <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um i get it i do get that <clears throat> I get it. yeah and i think i mean yeah it's definitely growing and it's having your thing and I, th- I was just thinking there as well that movement side of it the transition from work to home and vice versa you know it's that kind of yeah. stuff as well isn't it and yeah having having something which you know you can just go and do as and when you want to as well I mean open water swimming I know it's dependent probably on absolutely how freezing it is but yeah I mean, how I'm not, you are. yeah I'm not I'm not hardcore in terms of if it's the depths of winter I won't be going to a lot longer than swimming in that because it's about three <laughs> degrees but um, you know, I've been in it when it's nine or ten. You know, it's so it's I'm, I'm semi fair weather, I guess, if you like. But actually, um, it's so good for your um, physical and mental well being. You know, certainly challenges that I've had in my life have. You know, that has been a real um, uh, escape um, mm. from that, and, and being able to do that, is, I've, I've found it a real positive. Um, you know, and and it. I'm, I feel fortunate that, that, that I can swim because I would I, I love doing it mm. yeah absolutely yeah yeah okay well it's been it's been fantastic to talk to you and to be able to grab a bit of, bit of your time um, Pleasure. in your busy schedule <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you for coming to talk to me no problem um, at all. and um like, like as you said if anyone's interested if they're in the Humberside area and they're interested in knowing a bit more about any of that you'd be happy to speak to them is that okay oh more than yeah absolutely more than happy yeah. thank you for listening to the keeping the peace podcast it's available wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you subscribe you'll be notified of the next episode as soon as it's available We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas for future podcasts, so please do comment or get in touch on our social media platforms for either Fortis Therapy and Training or Oscar Kilo.